0: Hello, it's Andrew. Hope you've all had a great week. It is freezing cold here, so hopefully uh, you are all uh, finding a little bit of sunshine in the day and finding some warmth um, in other ways, uh, rather than the sort of very, very cold temperatures we're currently experiencing. We have some very good news in England uh, this week, and I'm sure many of you will have similar news over the course of the next few weeks Uh, if not the next month so we are now at a stage in the next few days where we are encouraged allowed to go back to the office we are able to go about a business without wearing masks we do not need to use a vaccine passport and at some stage in the next few weeks we'll no longer have to isolate uh, when we catch Covid Uh, that's not been announced formally yet but the latter one I'm sure will be announced in the next sort of six to eight weeks it's really exciting. Um, I was in the office yesterday, actually, and I had an hour in the office where it was exactly how an office should be used and time to go there. So I was in a meeting room uh, with one of you on a flip chart with a green pen and writing lots of stuff on the wall and creating links and drawing arrows and making this go to this and this go to that taking a photograph of it, writing it up, thinking about it again, and really moving things forward. And I think that's one of the things that the office, or, or not even the office, but getting together physically with one another really brings. So I know it's been a long time for lots of people, uh, especially in, in in some different markets, in in London, in England, we've had a long time away from the office, short time in the office, away from the office, in the office away and now back again. And some people have started during that time. Some people have not seen their their teams, other people on the team, but I would massively encourage people to come back to the office as often as they feel able. Um, the majority of the week will be, will be fabulous and just spend time with other people. It's so lovely to get to go into the office and um, see other people and have a chat and grab a pen go to a flip chart and just make sure the time you're in the office, you're using differently than the time that you are at home. You know, the world's changed and people are going to be operating in different ways and are going to be working in different ways. And whether people think of it as hybrid, flexible, fluid or whatever the words are, we know we can work from anywhere. Uh, We know there's an advantage of seeing people, uh, we know that sometimes when it's good to be quiet, get your head down and get on with stuff. And everything's just a lot more interrelated and fluid and flexible. And yeah, just open than it has been before. And that's one of the the big reasons people give for uh, wanting to stay with an employer, the fact that they are open and flexible. One of the reasons people give for some of the changes they want to see after COVID is the chance to have a, not a better work-life balance, but to be more aware of the activities that people do beyond work. What are things that people do and think about and how do they act and what are they focused on outside of work? And maybe it's time to give those a bit more of a chance. So the next week, I'm traveling. I'm getting on an airplane. I'm going to Ireland next week to present to Outlook 2022. So thank you so much to uh, Kate and Catherine for all the amazing work they've done. So far, in coordinating putting it all together, it'll be good to get over there and actually talk to people and hopefully see some clients and do some, yeah, just do something that's the sort of thing we should have been doing for the last two years, but have been unable to. So, there is a huge amount of demand for research, for marketing, for content, for communication, and I am very positive. About what well, that says, about what the business wants and expects from us, I am also incredibly frustrated that some parts of the business still see success, or still see, as a measure of how hard people work, the number of things they produce so last year you did 10 so this year your target is 12 uh last year you produced 50 this year you wanted to produce 55 and i i've never heard anything so ridiculous i i know that all of you are absolute demons for quality and accuracy and Oh, design, feel and something that helps people and something that's relevant, something you're proud of. and mean, push to do just more and more and more stuff is the antithesis of that. So I would really like to spend some time over the course of the next month after we've been through all the HR type things, just thinking about what do we believe More to the point, what do you believe as experts in research, marketing, comms, PR design, anything to do with what what we look at, what do you believe are the right things to be focusing on? Um, There's a very clear reason when children at school, as they get older, they start to focus more and more on, you know, going down from 15 topics to eight topics for uh, exams when they're 16 to maybe three or four topics when they are 18. to then going on to sort of one topic, maybe when they go to university. And it's because they can give more time, more effort and more energy and absorb more as things get more difficult, more intelligent and more interesting, you hope. So that, that's what we, we should think of as a, as a business is to think about what are the, what are the things that we would like clients to remember or be aware of that Cushman Wakefield Whitefield said by the time we get to the end of 2022, or by the time we get to the end of 2023, 2024, these can be longer term things. Do we want people to say, wow, Cushman brought out a lot of stuff. Um, and the, some, some markets, some cases, some sector service lines, whatever, that's important. And stuff can be, you know, it can be a short form 500 word blog, it can be an infographic, it can be a tiny report, whatever, then that, that's fine. But would we like them to think, wow, Kushner's really got something to say around living. It's really, it, I, I, you know, I seem to notice a lot of, was that really interesting podcast, there was that report, there was that webinar, they was that event, they they said this, they made us think about this. Um, wow, haven't Kushner got a lot to say about sustainability? Don't they really understand the subject? They've really brought me into things I never really thought of before wow, the really got got hold of impact of changing demographics and the economic shift this year. It's really sort of helped us sort of drive our business forward and create some of our strategic plans. That's what we want our clients to be thinking and saying, I would have thought. So, so to have a, a focus and to have a, an energy around some of the key things we are looking to deliver and looking to work on. And I would challenge all of us, absolutely me included, probably me at the top of the top of the list, to decide what is really important and to be bold enough to have that conversation. To to say to parts of the business when they have a demand for, I need this, 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 to say, well, actually, that yep, that's really great, and I and I agree with you. But actually, What, what I've been thinking is just the really two, two key topics that I've heard from your team that clients are really asking about, they really want to understand, um, I dunno, the impact of, uh, interest rates on the economic situation. And they really want to understand how our aging population's going to impact demand over the next few years. So what I've, what I've actually thought about is maybe doing this webinar focusing on this topic or this paper on this topic. And I think if we offer something in a proactive, preemptive manner, I think that's something that's, it's hard for the business to say, no, 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 I just want the, the, the 50 uh, papers you did last year. Uh, Just, just update those. Because I think there's so much more that we can be known for if if we strive to deliver thought leadership. Uh, And do we, I don't know, do we deliver thought leadership? Are we outstanding enough field about what we talk about? Sometimes. Sometimes the volume of what we do uh, means we're not, and we deliver things that are similar to other people. Um, Sometimes we have to do that. We have to sort of deliver uh, some of the numbers to prove that we have the data, the insight. Um, But a lot of clients want actionable insight and to believe that we know what we're talking about, which, my goodness, there are so many experts in our business Each one of you has got an incredible array of skill and talent and we we need to sort of push the business to differentiate between noise and what people want to hear. Um, There's a very, very little difference between walking up to a piano, sitting down, Playing the most beautiful, melodious, warming, evocative, passionate piece of music than there is in sitting at the same piano and just randomly hitting the keys. E- each one of them makes noise, but there is a massive difference between me playing the piano. And I'm in the latter person just hitting keys randomly. And somebody that sits there and you are just taken away in in a different world and your mind gets distracted and your emotions come to the surface and you feel something. And that's what our, our output should deliver. We should make people feel something. It should either provoke questions, it should share knowledge, it should demonstrate our abilities, And above all, it should provoke people into a feeling. Uh, That was it from me, Uh, just on cue. uh, Gina started barking, so I will stop. Uh, And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you all soon. Bye.